Hello, and welcome to Tales from Stringersburg. With us, as always, is our GM, the inimitable, the illimitable, Drusif, Ninetale Hobbies. Hi, hi, hi. Mercury Online is not with us tonight. You are left with the handsome Drew and me, a horrible bag of meat pretending to be a human being called Josh, a.k.a. Madflack, a.k.a. Fergus the Puppeteer. So, Stringersburg is... Part of the Stringer's Verse, place of would-be's, has-been's, and never-were's. Everything here is just a little bit crummy, out of place, or not as good as it could be. It's a universe that either got worn out or never had its feet under it in the first place. Despite all that, it's still a place of heroes, hope, and perseverance. It's a setting for stories of dubious heroism and ineffectual villainy, centered in Stringersburg, Illinois, a fictional town at the confluence of the Mississippi and Ohio rivers. Once called America's Venice by an overzealous ad agency, the Berg is a sprawling Rust Belt city that all manner of costumed adventurers, time travelers, space aliens, evil clowns, demigods, and other metahumans call home, or hiding place, or hunting grounds. So if the idea of broke-ass superheroes and bad guys who are idiots appeals to you, then you came to the right place. If it doesn't, Mom, I know you think you're supporting me by watching my channel, but this is ridiculous. So, uh, our format is as follows. We are in character pretty much the whole time. If you are in the chat and you wish to speak to us, you can wait till we're done, at which point we will be happy to talk to you. Normally, when there's three of us, maybe one who is like off-camera at the moment would chat with you, but with Mercury out tonight, me and this dude are going to be locked in on the same frequency that said if you are in the chat and you donate american dollars to us or any currency really we will stop and pay attention to you briefly so that's about that drew you want to bring them back up to speed yeah uh first off i want to start by i talked to uh flocky and mercury after the last session, and I want to apologize. I already talked to them about it, but I want to apologize to our audience as I did not quite convey uh, properly how things were in the last game. It was one of those deals where you take so long to set something up and you're so wrapped up in your head, you forget what you've told and what you haven't and what you assume people know versus what you don't so that is on me so i apologize again that it wasn't th this crystal clear picture that i wanted for this battle of stringersburg um which kind of came out as a little frustrating a little i think it came across as what's the point of doing this because these unstoppable forces and everything um so let me clarify a couple things there were not endless forces pouring out of these portals and everything. Um, it was just where they were located. They had time to kind of regroup and mill about and, and kind of bulwark themselves against Stringersburg. And uh, so and, and I didn't give you guys a fair shake of thinking of some way to close the portal uh, in retrospect. If I had thought about something like that, you could have like spent an entire turn doing that. And that could have like stopped um, 
but that's also the downfall of trying something brand new without having play tested or anything. Yeah. Uh, so it was yeah. a little bit of Calvin ball, but I, I, I think, <laughs> I think it ended up turning out very much Berg esque. Uh, to, to sum up, there was a giant battle. Uh, we did lose Strix and the Hive, unfortunately. They fell. But surprisingly, they were the only ones besides uh, uh, Mehumes and everything. Like, you, you'll kind of find out, maybe, eventually, uh, the, the full repercussions of what happened. There were geological parts of the city that, that kind of fell to this weird cannon that just, like, erased parts of the city. Uh, but the 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 resistance of the berg kind of all grouped together and then moved from the sink northward uh kind of stymied one of the the portals uh, that they found out was pasts and um pretty much had this big row in the the southern part um not giving ground but not gaining any either so that what that's what I feel is very much Berg esque. Like they didn't yeah. lose, but they didn't win either. Like no, no, no fucking way, no yeah. fucking way. And and to be fair, to be fair, uh, I I I may have been a bit cranky about the whole thing. So no, I I I think it was more on me. But that's that's our dynamic anyway of self deprecation. Um, very true. Very true. So with with all of this going on, uh, things were dire and Fergus was about to get skewered and he gets pulled into Present's realm and finds out that Present is a version of Fergus from a time circular possible variation of Fergus. Like he is Fergus, yeah. but he is also a variation of Fergus because he's kind of outside of the timeline. Um, and fuck you, Marvel, for stealing my idea for Loki. Um, <laughs> I had this shit planned out years ago. Um, and Claire kind of at the same time got pulled into that white space and was chased down by this extra planar entity that re resides within the spaces between time. Uh, but Fergus, Fergus and Fergus have conversations about Horatio and, and, and all of these different possibilities and why they are and everything. And, you know, you, if it was a typical Marvel comic or whatever, it'd be like, this is your future. You cannot avoid this, but Fergus, you know, has has proven many times that decisions choose your future. They're, you know, not this some um, destiny or whatever. Um, but he's gifted with a possibility of of a variation of himself uh, mm -hmm. if he chooses to go against Horatio, fight against Horatio. And he's ejected from Presence Realm future and past kind of manifest and fall upon him and that's the last Fergus sees a future Fergus present Fergus um I know it's it's getting confusing it's wibbly wobbly 
this is the laughter of 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 cognitive dissonance. Yeah. It's just me laughing because my brain hurts. Um, but Fergus and Claire kind of put back into time. Claire kind of fixes a couple of things from the last five minutes that she was rewound to. And there's all of a sudden this renting sound in the sky as if reality itself is being pulled apart. And everyone collectively looks up and sees Horatio tearing a time, a, 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 a rent in reality to the beginning of time. And without hesitation, Fergus breaks open this gem, becomes his psychic manifestation of himself. Um, at a level he's never experienced in his entire existence. And uh, Claire has something very similar, and they zip off into the hole after Horatio. Yeah. Fuck him, that's why. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Spite-based <laughs> storytelling. Because <laughs> fuck you, that's why. All right, that's, so uh, so what's do... Well, okay, so uh, the beginning of time. Um, we're not talking about, like, Earth's prehistory. We're talking about some sort of weird... I, I'm, I'm, the only parallel that I have for this is when Fergus met June at the end of time, which was basically just like, candlelit path, June, eternal darkness. So that's the closest thing I have to what this might be. This is when you enter this rent, it's it's kind of 2001 A Space Odyssey. A little mm. bit of just lights and, and everything as you're passing by and you. Only because you've had the experiences that you do, you you kind of get a sense of even what's happening um, and, it, and it, it's a sensation of moving forward, but you also feel like you're regressing at the same time in a certain way, like just like inwardly. Like and, those weird camera moves where they zoom in and dolly out at the same time. Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, so it's a weird like parallax of, mm. you know, al almost, but not quite like non-Euclidean movement in a, in a sense. Okay. Um, you know, forward is back and up is sideways and all that. Uh, but you, you've lost sight of Horatio. You never had, you know, he like went into this and like was gone. And then you guys jump in afterwards and. It's. Distressing, but it's it's it's. What's your intelligence now? Just I upped it to, I think, seven, seven. or okay. eight. Uh, yeah. yeah, seven, just like just barely post human. I think it's more your willpower that lets you not kind of lose your shit. Okay. Because this is just so beyond like human understanding that I am having words articulating this. So everyone just imagine traveling to the very beginning moment of time and what that would be like and just let your imaginations expand around that. All right, good. Everyone's got that. 
We all yeah, have one wait, cohesive wait. image, right? Got it. All right, tap into the collective unconsciousness, and there we go. <laughs> so you arrive, and uh, uh, it's kind of like when you were at that moment with June, where mm -hmm. it's that but reversed. There's nothing, but instead of seeing the single dying star, you're seeing a point that hasn't come into being yet. Mm. And you, you try to breathe just out of reflex, but there's nothing there. But you also kind of realize you don't have to breathe. And there's this vast, vast sense of just nothingness. Like it's 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 harrowing because you've never experienced like you've been in places where there aren't people or it's been like super quiet. But this is nothing. But there's something beyond that. Nothing. You, you feel like something's watching you. There's there's some type of presence far, far off in your periphery. And okay. they're they're waiting. Um but yeah, you see kind of at the back, you know, quite a quite a ways away from you, you see Horatio floating there, this kind of golden being. He's golden? His his armor was golden before, but it looks like oh, he's absorbed right. all this energy. Um mm -hmm. present present kind of explained to you that that Ferg or Fergus, that Horatio was collecting all of this energy to be able to do this so this seems like it's a repercussion of this like he's this he's still himself like he's still a person but he's just glowing with this golden golden radiance okay fergus reaches out to him telepathically he turns around and he's got a smile on his face it's like oh you came this oh this is this is perfect this, this oh oh it's Christmas it's my birthday all wrapped up into one you're full of power you're one of us now oh and you're you're not that fragile small shell of a man that you were you didn't disappoint. What do you want? Why are you here? Well, I originally came here to undo what I didn't want, but now that I'm here, the possibilities just... Oh, it's all tingly. Could do anything. Be anything. No, unfortunately you can't. Anything you make will be tainted. Anything you try to become, you'll just be the same miserable, lonely boy. You should give up now. You should stop. Oh, maybe so, but if that's true, then... Isn't that the same for you? You think we have this... inextricable relationship that... you made me and I made you, and the paradox can't be resolved, but you're wrong. I had an identity before you existed. And I'll have one after you're gone. Well, you seem so certain of that. 
things seem to be getting clearer somehow. Uh, uh, sorry, where... It doesn't matter. He's going to move closer to him, if that's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just okay. kind of will it. And you, he, do, he doesn't move. Okay. All right, well, uh, I don't think there's anything in particular to say until we get a bit closer. Okay. He's just... It's just calmly, calmly waiting. Fergus points at his suit. He's like, this. You should let go of it. It's bad for you. Oh, I'm just now starting to understand it. Before, it was just a means to an end, but now... Oh, it's a world of possibilities. It's a universe. It's an existence. It's everyone's existence of possibilities. I've never been kind to you. I regret that. What do you wish to say to me? Now's the time. <sighs> I wasn't expecting the banter before the, the other parts, but... Yeah... I don't know. Just... <sighs> you're not... You're you, but you're not you. So it's it's an odd juxtaposition for me. But... I don't know. If you were the you that I knew, I would have a string of expletives and everything, but... I don't know. You're... You're more, but you're less at the same time. I, I just... I can't get my head... Wrapped around it proper. I've left behind the anxiety that drives me, that lives in my body. You don't like that, do you? I don't like much about you. Why not? Because of what you, and he vaguely gestures around towards you, you left me all alone to become what I am and the other part and everything, but it's not something I can forget. It's not something that can let go. It molded me. It made me. I never meant for you to exist. I can't have left you. I don't remember making you. Like I said, because you're you but not Oh, conundrum of this time ordeal. But you are not. It's done, and we're here. And things need to be played out, don't they? The final act needs to come to a close. You're using drama terms because you think they'll hurt me in some way. Because theater is sacred to me? Yeah, it's one of the few things you gave me, and he gestures his, his hand. It, it doesn't have anything, and he gestures. And this small, worn, you know, the 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 cover is, is long gone off of this thing. It's, it's dog-eared to hell and back. 
It's got stuff written all in it and everything. And Fergus would know it as one of his, you know, favorite, whatever one of Fergus's favorite plays is that uh, he would read uh, all the time, you know, like maybe one of the very first books, it, Shakespeare or whatever. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a Greek tragedy. It's like, it's like an Aeschylus play or something. Maybe it's, um, ah, oh, damn it. Her brother gets killed and they leave his body out to rot and she's furious with the king. Oh, uh, not ec- terrible. Not equities. Um, anyway, I know which one you're talking about. It, it escapes me. We'll probably remember it at three in the morning. The one with the broad with the brother. Right, right. <laughs> um, it's Odyssey, right? Everything Greek is Odyssey. Everything's the Odyssey. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 the copy of that, and, and you know it. Like it's it's what more worn and everything, but there's certain like notations in it, and everything that Fergus so put it's- in. It's 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 my copy. Yeah, and it, but it's got some stuff added in in a different hand. And he's like this. Mm. It's like it's one of the few things you gave me to be, and he uh, he just gestures out to be dramatic. You think that's why I gave you that book? Yeah, one of the reasons, but it was inspiration. Inspiration. All you've ever done is torment me and ally yourself with tyrants. How could Antigone possibly have given you the inspiration for that? Uh, Allied is a strong word. Again, a means to an end. I saw you follow their orders. You did. But it doesn't mean that I didn't have my own methods and action at the same time. Hmm. Don't think so small. Of course. So because the paradox of your creation can't be resolved, you want to end all existence so you don't have to exist. Not end it, just make it the way I want it. And how do you want it? Justice? Uh, ah, we'll figure that out as we go along. It's, it seems like a quite a in-depth business. It has to be joy and sadness and love and hate and everything that's already existing, but maybe just with a slight twist on it. Maybe I haven't given you enough credit. Let's see one of your creations, then. Oh, let's wait for it. It's coming. The boom. The bang that makes everything. But I have a feeling that I won't get free creative reign if you're here. And you look, and Claire... You were so focused on Horatio this entire time, you just now realize that Claire is not with you. 
Have you done something with her? Doesn't look like she made the party. But no, not my doing. Are you afraid that I'll question your whims? Oh, I'm sure you'll some find some kind of flaw or uh, fault in it. It's one of your gifts. And as much as I'm down for creative criticism, maybe not in this case. If your work can't stand up to criticism, maybe you shouldn't have made it. Well, I've got some other work that I've prepped for you. And he claps his hands together and the gold shimmers for a minute. And a blue, a red, a yellow and a purple ball kind of extend out and they start to morph and expand and turn into these colored versions of him. Okay. Wait, wait, blue, yellow, green, and purple? Uh, red and purple. Blue, yellow, red, purple. Okay. I missed that last part. As the gold one kind of shifts and he like turns into an energy ball and he starts flying towards this little white point, that point of light that you all have have been seeing. Okay. All right, so he's heading off. Um, Fergus pursues him. Fergus tries to pursue them as we go into edge edge mode. All right. Okay. And now we'll be taken down for DMCA purposes. Probably, yeah. We should have done a trap remix of it. There we go. It's the same thing that, that I just did, except with... And in the whatever. 10 seconds that you did it, there's like eight drops. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's some dude in, in, in the background like, yeah, Oh my God, what? <laughs> um. So you both have a edge... Uh. Well, actually... You have a higher edge than them, um, but I am oh. spinning a point of adverse adversity, and they, the the blue one uh, sends out a, a hand as you try to as you try to fly by, and you're mm -hmm. hit with a force field that like resonates with your psychic self. So it has ward, so I can't pass through it. So and okay. it just like it's like a wall almost that you see like an iridescent shimmer based off of. Okay, um, I'm assuming that 
we're in sort of three-dimensional nothingness. Yes, you can move anyway. And and these beans, let me paint the scene for you. So it's black, absolute nothingness, except for this iridescent wall that's shining in front of you, this point of light that's behind you, um, and then these four colored beans of Horatio, and they're all just kind of like akimbo in different orientations okay just to clarify horatio was fleeing toward the point of light and i was following him so the point of light's in front of me yes yes it's behind it's behind the ones that are against you they're they're between me and it yes and this this force field is it literally a wall is it like a flat plane that you can tell that that is within your perception it seems like it yeah Okay, well then, um, I could just go under it or over it, but um, I will. I will. I will do a power stunt. I'm going to use my mind control, my my main psychic power. Rather than using the telekinesis variant, because there's nothing around to grab. Um, I, I, I will let you know that you feel like you can, with your psychic manifestation, you can temporarily make objects to use your telekinesis, because otherwise that's like a main power set that you don't wouldn't have access to. Well, I was going to spend a point to do constructs, but it sounds like I can just sort of pull stuff. Okay, yeah. all right. You're you're Very... a being of, of massive psychic potential. Like you can, yeah. Very gentlemanly of you. Um, in that case, um, I'm gonna. Fergus just, um, okay. So, so anything. Calvin Ball, right. my friend. Okay. This is um, this is this is the the climactic. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Fergus pulls from nothingness a particular Chicago city block where he used to hang out and he throws it at the four of them. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm also doing this so I can sort of create an environment that I can hide in later. Okay. I'm down. All right. Great. Excellent. So, um, uh, this is a TK area attack. Right. 18 off 22. I'm not mad at that. No. Let me. They're secretly rolling dice, so I can't see how many they have. No, I'm, I'm rolling. I just have to roll on my phone because for some reason OBS won't let me switch screens and stay on the correct one. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, so. But it also has the effect of hiding their dice pool from me. Well, for right for this second. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yep. I'm spending some adversity ah! on that. <laughs> uh, oh, 18. Oh. All right. OK, fine. A tie. I so can deal with that. We both got 18 successes. Um. Actually, let me roll for each of them. Wait. It's going to be a little cumbersome. 
is is there is their defense affected by the fact that this is an area attack? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, no. Just checking. No, I got you. Just checking. Um. Okay. So that one, we were thirteen off of twenty on that was not so great. Another thirteen. Yikes. Mm, my lucky number <laughs> and 12 oofa doofa i'm gonna spend another point of adversity how how, how much do you have incidentally enough <laughs> great answer <laughs> all right so you you take out the red the yellow the blue seems fine, um, and the purple one is pretty jacked up. So explain to me how this happens. Uh, okay, so the the red and the yellow version are defeated. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. You see them just um, kind of like they fizzle, and there's like just small little sparks of them. Oh, okay. Um, the yellow one is, um. So, like, first the street slides into place. Uh, and then, like, individual buildings slam down into their into their spots. The the yellow one is crushed under a uh, a coffee shop, and um, the the sparks that that fly up um, get caught in a, a jet of steam from an espresso machine that's being operated by the kind of like sort of nerdy sort of punk kind of chick that you would imagine somebody like Fergus would be like, Oh gosh, gee, look at her. <laughs> so he, what's left of him lands in like a line of, of, of cappuccinos. Oh, nice. Um, the red one is, is um the red one is caught up in chicago traffic there's like a car and then a car and then a car and then a car and then city bus oh nice and um the the dust or the you know little motes of light that he turn into sp spray up and the driver irritably turns the wipers on and brushes them away um if if the purple one gets damaged um it's because um a building pops up and then at the last moment fergus changes his mind and yanks it out of the picture and the purple one falls and slams into the street okay all right the purple one kind of gets up and the blue one looks over and it's like that's a bit rougher than we thought oh it was all right well let's get business then and crack their knuckles and the blue one zips over to the to the, the the yellow where the yellow one landed and all the cappuccinos and shit like that and it's like no sandbagging time to wake up with you and you see its finger glow and it touches them and the yellow one kind of ah yeah Okay, that was that was that was the blue that did that. That was the blue that did that. The yellow one's just like that's a novel sensation, and comes over to you and gets right up in your face, and and you think you're gonna have to like dodge or block or something, and it's just like 
says, um, hold on, let me make sure I get this right. Um, it says, did you ever think what would happen to old Junebug if we didn't come in, or uh, if you fell in this and everything? Uh, so they're pretty much doing a uh, combat stunt on you, a uh, mm -hmm. psych out. Kind of rattle me. Yeah, so roll your willpower. Don't fucking talk about June, you little garbage creature. All right, willpower. Not 10F, 10D. Oh, whose is whose? Uh, oh, that's, uh, I see. Oh, yeah, I'm losing that pretty bad. Um, eight off 10, though, it's hard to do better than that. So yeah. I guess I'm just going to take this. Okay. So they beat you by four. Um, so you are going to be at minus two dice until your turn comes back around. Okay. All right. I'm at minus two temporarily. Got yep. it. I'm going to make myself a little minus two card here. Yep. And then the purple one comes sliding up to you. Actually, they, they don't slide. They, they, you know, the Chicago is, is psychically constructed and everything. And the building that you yanked out from underneath them, you see it kind of, and they're standing on top of it. And, oh. uh, it's just like, well, let's see how you like taste of your own medicine. And they are going to try to mind control you. Uh, yeah, no. I don't think so. so. 11 successes off of 20 dice. Oh, boy. So my I'm, I'm using size screen to defend. OK. And I'm down to, from 22 to 20. Oh, right. D, D for D, dice. D. Oh, no, no. I'm going to spend a resolve. All right. <sighs> yeah, there we go. Okay. 16. That's better. So you can explain how you block this. Um, okay. So this is a this this thing is like a Horatio construct. It's not a it's not a real person. So it feels for a moment that it has seized control of Fergus. But um, it's actually just gotten a sort of sub-Fergus, a sort of character of Fergus that he's created. He goes back to that moment when he was in the sort of like playhouse of dreams, confronting all those different versions of himself. Mm -hmm. Pulls up one of those, the, the one that was like TK-focused, that was just like violently moving all the stuff around really hard and fast. That sort of like clipped mechanical Fergus. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Purple Horatio mind controls that version of Fergus, which isn't him. Okay. And therefore has no effect. All right. Um, so we're back at the top of the order. It's yours. You're at minus two until the, it, well, hold on. No, it just lasted for a page. So you're, yeah, just one page. So that's cool. 
Um, although I can see how, like, if, if all four of them had been okay and one of them had done that and another one debuffed me in this way, like, do, 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 do. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... All right, Fergus looks around as if almost confused. Then he's like, um, no, no, not here. He makes a pulling gesture. The Chicago block of his of his youth pulls apart. And when he brings it back together, it's it's a different part of Chicago. It's where the league headquarters was. And um it's the league headquarters during like the good times. Mm-hmm. Which means members of the league are outside fighting members of the Brotherhood. And so I'm again going to TK area attack, but it's like all of these constructs of all of these characters are, are hitting them. Like blow hard is there blowing on somebody hidden leaves is like katanaing somebody, you know, crimson furies like running up on it. You know? So it's just, you know, it's like you know, all these characters from his past, he's made little puppets of them and they're fighting the Horatios. Okay. Oh, come on. Pathetic. Yikes. I'm re-rolling that. Okay. Six off of 22, by the way, for everyone. 20, 20. off of 22 is go. more like it. Oof. 11 off of 20. 11 off of 20. Come on, Dice Pot. Hating on me. 12 off of 20. Ouch. All right. You you tell me how this how this goes. Okay. Um while while purple uh purple Horatio is um realizing his mistake, um this like mechanical eye pops up, stares at him distracting him for a moment, looking at this, like, whatever Fergus remembers one eye as, he, like, looks away, and Hidden Leaves rushes by and chops his head off. Uh, mm-hmm. The the blue one... <laughs> the blue one gets smashed to bits by Kinetica. She's just like, kapow! Blows him up, and then she's like, I was aiming for the other guy. <laughs> Nice. And and uh and the yellow one gets caught from all sides in a in a melee between these characters and the yellow one's like avoiding them, you know, playing them off each other. I don't really know what the yellow one's full power set is. I'm not sure how they would do this. But they fight them off for a second, but they're heedless of the damage to the built environment and then just like build crush them. Okay. Awesome. Let me check something real quick. Right. As as far as Fergus is concerned, this isn't over. He he he's hanging back. He's he's ready because he saw them. He saw the yellow one pop back up before. So, mm-hmm. um, I want to check one thing real quick. Uh, 
All right. Um, seeing all of this and the well, no, hold on. Yeah. So, so you've got all of the and and it, it, you you hold the the structures for a while and everything. You you know you hold the images in your mind, and it doesn't seem like any of these bits. They just kind of just off into nothingness. And the, the iridescent wall of force just evaporates. Oh, okay. Well, as soon as that's gone, then he heads toward the point of light. Okay. You travel towards this point, and you haven't reached it yet. But it's it's overwhelming. It, it, it's It's where before it was this black nothingness now it's this light and it's not white light per se but it's it's every color just kind of blended together which yes people that i know that makes white but this is it's <laughs> slight it's slight separations here or there and colors you've never seen before mm. um it's it's just beyond your scope and there's there's things here that you know are here but even in this form, you can't coalesce in your mind. Uh, and you see Horatio, and he's got parts of his armor off, and it seems like he's got them arrayed in specific ways and everything. Parts of the armor, yeah. parts of the armor are off? Parts of the armor are off. He's, got, he's still got, like, the chest plate... And like mm -hmm. a grieve on and he's got, you know, a pauldron and one bracer, but then like other parts are kind of taken off and arrayed around him. Okay. Um I need to look something up real quick. Okay. I am I am probably going to declare a defining moment, but I wanna just be I just wanna refresh myself quickly on what that entails. While I'm doing that. Dr. Radon's defining moment cola. <laughs> Have you ever thought, if I only drink this drink, my entire life will become different? With Dr. Radon, that's fucking true. You'll be a piece of shit after this. Everything will be horrible. Dr. Radon. <laughs> Sorry, it was the best I could do. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Okay. Hey, there's Mercury. Radon's cola. Have a big glass of it right now. Oh no, that ain't that. No, also, not. also, PBR hard coffee. I'm sorry I mentioned another beverage. I'm sorry. Oh, no. come, come back, oh, PBR. No. Come back. <laughs> do you do you want to set up a chroma key or should I just take this bad boy down? I nah, just go ahead and take it down. My, I right. got I got so much stuff. My computer's so old. It's like right now. So okay. help me, help me. So when Good you God. when you declare a defining moment. Any sixes you roll explode. As noted above, that means you get to roll these dice again to try to for extra successes, and you keep rolling them as long as you keep rolling sixes, and they still count as two. Second, every point of resolve you spend on that challenge roll earns you three extra dice instead of one. Okay. Uh, right. Okay, so... Um, all the bits of Horatio's armor, most of them are, are strung out in some sort of pattern. 
Yeah, it seems um, like. And and you do know that um you've tried to manipulate this these armor pieces before and you haven't been able to like telekinetically grab hold of them. Right. But um okay. Un uno momento, por favor. Unless you got what you what you, no, nope, good, nope, nope, good, nope. good, good, good. Okay. Um, so, Mercury. I, I, I don't know if you were listening in while you were doing whatever you needed to, but... H HOA, being an adult's dumb. Adulting sucks. H HOAs, man. Okay. Never, never with a stolen dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let me just, let me just briefly sing it, you, my dude. You do it to yourself, you do. <laughs> hey, like, like it's a, it's kind of a killer be killed when it comes to HOAs. All oh, right. So okay. like, all right. All right. I hear so, that. Like, I mean, you can be at the top or you can be on the bottom, you know? It's, it, it's, uh, if you're not the front dog, you're, you're, what's, how's the expression go? If you're not the front dog, the view never changes. So, <laughs> so it is of, you and a, oh. <laughs> you and Fergus went zooming off after Horatio. What does Claire's uh, peak power form look like? Um, I have I have um, uh, uh, been deeply underwater with work between now and then. However, um, I have had some thoughts about that um, and. Um, Obviously, I think she, I think I think two of the big differences are that she'd be faster and she'd heal faster. I know maybe that's a little obvious, but um, I I still have never fully decided, and I and I kind of I I, I want to hear you guys' thoughts about this about the whole about what an interesting angle it would be to introduce something like supernatural to Claire in terms of like that changes a lot of her being a meta because it her stuff has been so like like human like super human centric that i think that could be kind of a cool new like people listening to the podcast are like are they talking meta about their characters yes we talk about this sort of thing a lot you <laughs> yeah. guys just get to hear it now <laughs> um i don't know i've always imagined claire as as like a human evolution experiment almost like more of a science or human potentiality kind of deal more so than like dipping into supernatural right yeah and so i was like i was like like does playing with that add anything or does it or is it a little bit more germane to just stick to the the like is it more like in character like would that be a distracting from the point or is that well, okay, let me just um, say what I remember about Claire, which is that while most of her powers, her speed, her regeneration, and the sort mm -hmm. of knock-on effects of that come from the formula modifying her her genetically, mm -hmm. she she acts she unbeknownst to herself is already metahuman because she has metahuman intelligence. Right. So her her brain specifically is already like superhuman. So when you say supernatural, are you talking about something like that that like builds off of that? Maybe. Maybe. For sure. Um because that could be, I mean, 
the evolution of the human mind could include telekinesis, could include... Don't be biting on my shit now. (laughs) It's mine. No, it's mine. (laughs) Fair, fair. Um, That that would be pretty funny in a way. That would be funny. Um, But um, supernatural like magic, I I wouldn't get that. That that wouldn't, especially because in like a recent session, she was like, I still don't really know what this is. Yeah, that's a good point. She was forced to confront the fact that magic exists in this world, but she was definitely sort of like, yeah, I don't, I can't really account for this. I think that I think the time thing, mm-hmm. I think I think the time thing is kind of the evolution that takes her into a like it's a it, like it, it ties into the speed, but maybe more like a like a f- specifically focused. Like. I mean. Like at a certain point, like like I know there's the, the powers uh, time stop and time travel and like we've touched on some of the time travel things. And I know that can be a huge, uh, pl- that can cause tons of plot holes. <laughs> and and I really like I really like how the DC universe handles that with Flashpoint. That it's like, oh, you can use time travel, and boy, does it suck to do. You probably don't want to use your superpower, because that's a that's a thing that's introduced very early on. I was like, oh, they have written themselves in a corner. And I was like, oh no, it's a huge plot point that his time travel is mainly just a liability. So, um. Mm. I mean, well, my question was, what do what does Claire physically look like? Like Fergus becomes like this coruscating version of himself of like living psychic energy that kind of floats off the ground. Oh, Made yeah, out of you, he just asked about her appearance, and I start just damn it, just like I just rocket off into the atmosphere talking about character themes and powers and mechanics. Surprising. Um, no one. <laughs> it's true. Um uh uh well visually I think that ties I think that ties um into the sort of idealized uh um uh, uh superhuman quality of herself. So I, I would picture something kind of like um uh I'm picturing maybe like uh I don't know why dagger from cloak and dagger kind of comes to my mind. That's sort of like kind of brilliant like streamlined mm-hmm. like like she would look i like i th- i would i would think she would probably appear taller than she actually is she'd probably look like she was like seven feet tall mm-hmm. and be mm. just like she would look like a greek god is kind of what i'm picturing it's like she okay. would look like a greek goddess she'd have a little bit of like a little bit of athena a little bit of hermes but a lot of just like claire being like clean and superhuman looking and like like having like unnaturally like unnatural looking features like she'd be like wow she's really pretty is that is she a human like she's a human Mm -hmm. right wow she's so that that's weird like i think it would be like disconcerting it was kind of like when son of jaguar went demigod form and everything mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh much symmetry too much symmetry not a person yeah yeah you need a you need need to add add some asymmetrical buckles to help to help ground your character, right? <laughs> All right. Um, one one three prong claw and one two prong claw. <laughs> that way, it's not too overwhelming. A katana and a wakizashi. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm just spitting off '90s cliches. Sorry. Drew. So, you use you, you guys both zip off into this rent in reality as as collectively the the forces stop fighting, and. 
as I explained to Josh, it's very 2001 A Space Odyssey of this kaleidoscope of colors and, and just randomness comes zipping by you. And it's almost non-Euclidean in, in sensation. It's like you're moving forward, but you feel like you're regressing. And Josh put it a good way of when like a shot dollies in, but zooms out at the same time. So it's like that weird, like, Ooh, like which way am I going? Kind of feeling. And podcast listeners didn't see that in very unusual timing, my camera just lost focus while he was talking about that through no fault of my own. The, the camera just went bloop, super blurry. And uh, like I mentioned to all of our listeners, just go ahead and tap into the collective unconsciousness to re- to get the mental picture that everyone has collectively of the of what the beginning of time would look like before yeah, anything we all existed. Agree. We all know exactly what that looks like. It's yeah. the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it it's religion isn't something that people talk a lot about. Yeah. Um it's this but instead this is where Fergus went, but you unknowingly, like you kind of lose sight of Fergus. Like there's just so much going on around you. Um and you guys never like had track of Horatio, like you knew where he went, but he was just like in this thing and then gone. And then you guys had to kind of follow after him. You take that this detour into, you know, it's almost like Thor leaving the Bifrost in in the Marvel movies. And sick. you and again, you enter that white space. But it oh. seems like there's. You're at the you're at a wall at it huh like there's a point there's an actual point where you feel like this stops like you're not like actually yeah you you could reach out and you can physically like touch the end of this like there's no shadow or anything so you don't have like an orientation but you can almost almost it's more psychological but you can almost like tactile have a tactile sense of oh fascinating um i let's see uh what can like i mean i mean i think at this point like if she doesn't see anything and there's nowhere else to go i think she's gonna kind of be exploring it like sideways and see Mm -hmm. if she can like can she like climb up it yeah you know can she run up it like yeah absolutely i mean I, I, I don't know if you've had a chance to stat Claire. Not yet. Okay. Uh, just, <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> just, just dump like 22, 23 points in super speed. We're going to say you have instant regeneration and then cool. we'll kind of Calvin yeah, ball I'll, the rest of it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, But yeah, you can, you can run up it. You know, at this point we'll say that Claire can almost like run on air, even though there's not really air here. Um, but yeah, you can move around on this space, but it seems like no matter which way you go, like horizontally or vertically, you can it's limitless that way, but it seems like there's no moving past this point. Huh. Um how about back or back away from the wall? Okay. Um give me a give me a super speed roll. Okay. 
And what do we say our, our limit is 22 right now? Uh, 24 is the dice cap, and that's if you don't want any resolve. 24 is that. Well, well she has, um, uh, she'd still have her, what is it called? Determination. Um, determination. That's the thing. So, yeah, I guess I'll do, I, I guess for now, and if we can revisit this later, if that's okay, um, I, I could just do like, I could say, no, let's stick with 23. We'll, we'll just say she has 22 speed for this session, and she has her three dots of, um, of resolve still. Because okay. that's just a little easier for, because I, I like Calculating everything. That's, yeah. 20 successes. Okay. <laughs> You you didn't kind of realize fast. it, but you were moving at, at this ridiculous speed this entire time. And you're able, before this point that you entered closes, you're able to just barely, like, almost phase your way through. You know, you find, you find the singular exit. Um, and you come back through, and you see Fergus has psychically conjured the block that the league used to be on and you see him finishing off there's a uh red a blue and a purple version of horatio that are made out of energy and you see psychic manifestations of hidden leaves and blowhard Connecticut, all these people and they converge on these versions of Horatio and take him out. And you hidden see leaves? Is it Hidden Leaves an exalted character? He was Yes, but, but it was also oh, okay. Okay. A samurai robot. Sick. Sick, I like that. Um and yeah, you see As Fergus you and, and there's a, a there's like this iridescent wall that just kind of dissipates and you see this this black space of nothing and then this singular point of of light. And we're going to backtrack a little bit there, Fergus. All right. And. All right. Claire um, is suddenly beside you. Good, you're here. Um, what what's happening? <clears throat> He's trying to do something to the beginning of time. She points to where parts of his armor have detached and are in some sort of pattern around this like big point of light yeah as you guys move forward the, this point of light you don't know how long you travel but it's you know it's quick but it's still you can tell it's a great distance and this point just encompasses you where it was this black nothingness now it's just these yes light collectively put together makes white but you see like shards of different colors every now and then and, you know colors you've never seen before and horatio is like surrounded by this golden nimbus his armor is is thrumming and growing and it looks like he's taken like different parts off and arrayed them around himself in a particular pattern okay so um here's what i'd like to try uh, okay, so I can't. I've I've tried. Fergus has tried before to manipulate his armor tele telekinetically, and wasn't able to move it because of that particular material. However, we're now in some sort of idealized space where I can just sort of pull things into existence. So 
I'm going to take some primordial matter or whatever the fuck this is. I'm going to use it to encase a piece of the armor and use that to manipulate the armor to pull it out of the array and over to us. Okay. So I'm, I'm just going to like wrap it in whatever this stuff is and manipulate that to manipulate the piece of armor indirectly. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you do that and Horatio's eyes snap open and they're this golden smoke is kind of wisping out of them. And he's like, well, that was quicker than I thought it was going to be. And he stands up. He's like, final chapter. And you've never seen Horatio without his armor on. And it doesn't look like he wears, at least that you can see, it doesn't look like he has clothes on underneath. And you, I don't know what you guys expected, but he's cut. Not like, he's not like brick shit house or anything, but he's like lean predatory. Like, it, he just looks like somebody that's not like, I work out all the time and I'm super buff, but like, I've had to fight my entire life and, the, you know, this is the repercussion. I'm just trying to paint a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey from Snatch. I get it. Fuck the same thing. I was thinking uh, that, oh, that was not even... I'm not even thinking like that buff. Like... Fuck that. Fuck him. Uh, fuck his muscles. He sucks. <laughs> I was thinking more um, Ed Norton from Fight Club. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Like kind of almost scrawny, but still like I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay. I overdid scrappy. it a little bit. Yes, scrappy, thank you. Um Well, on that note, at the sight of his whatever lean predatory body, I am Jack's raging bile duct. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um well, uh, he is going to spend a point of adversity, so he goes first. Okay, ha have have I have I yes. grabbed this armor piece? Do I have to roll anything for no. this? Okay, why why are you giving this to me so easily? It's because it doesn't matter, isn't it? It ma no, it, he it learns it, quickly. No, it matters what what you did, but. I, I have to encompass Horatio temporarily. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, he. Let's see, how would he start this off? He kind of he, he he takes a stance that is terribly familiar, especially to Claire. Um, and just the way he's standing, you're like, oh, fuck, he's watched uh, Morgan fight. Oh, and he comes running at the two of you and he jumps. And as he jumps, you're like, is he moving backwards? And then you realize he's shrinking. Uh oh, and he's going to punch Fergus first because that's what he does. Um, his he's. he's 
he, he's ant manning us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his you see a, a small like uh ball of energy around his his fist. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Not not great. Suboptimal. So All right. boop. 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 18 successes off of 26. And you can roll your evasion or whatever defense you want to roll. Okay, here's the thing. I'm, uh, you know, I just want to check in on our reading of the phasing power. Because it says, it basically says only mental attacks hurt me. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Um... Uh, I, I, so, okay, because Fergus, Fergus would, would probably just sit there and take it and assume it wouldn't hurt him. Um, I, I, I am pretty much giving him an, an extra, um, the, uh, not in, what is it? Uh, pretty much where you can face shift, face shift. Okay, sure. Um, but, but, but you feel the imminent danger coming from okay him. all right all right so my 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 danger sense goes off and tells me i need to defend yes um in that case uh fergus just um he doesn't do the earthbender motion but he he uses an earthbender defense which is suddenly there's a wall right in front of me he just he just turns his palm up instead of doing like a cool hungar move or or whatever but i'm i'm using tk to defend okay Ooh, 11 off 22? Yeah. Mm, that would take me out. Um, Oof. Swingy I dice! I guess I'll re-roll. I'm down and, to and two resolve. Did you declare a defining moment? No, I, I was about to, but then this fight started, so well, I, I did not. We can, we can pause, and you can, you can if you want to. Well, I thought I was going to do a whole thing and steal his armor from him but oh, okay. that's not happening. All right. So um, I got exactly the same thing there. Uh, I'm just throwing oh. good resolve after bad at this point. So um, you hate to I, see it. I guess I will do it again and go down to one. Okay. And hope Dicebot doesn't fuck me. Dicebot was being rude to me earlier. There you that's go. That's true. Yeah. All right. It just took, you know, most of my non-renewable resource to produce that. Okay, so twenty one off of twenty two. So explain how when you raise this, this you know shrunken oh, well, version of Horatio comes charging at you. I mean, the the as soon as Fergus sees that that's what's happening, rather than try and like deflect something or throw something off course, he just goes for total coverage and just raises this wall in front of him. It's the wall of. Um, it's the wall of the old community theater building where he spent much of his adolescence. It's right. a wall he used to stare at a lot. And right. so, you know, Horatio's glowy fist, I- I'm guessing it detonates when he hits it. Yeah, it just... Actually, it wouldn't blow out. It just, just implodes. Like there's just a big yeah. hole. Implosion fist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claire, you go. Hmm. Okay, so he's little. He has floating. He's just punched through a 
school a schoolhouse ball mm -hmm. and he's got his armor floating in a very meaningful way behind is it like is it fall is his armor following him or is it back and he ran forward no it it's still back but it, it he's still wearing pieces like he's got the breastplate and a gorget and like a grieve on hmm. does there seem to be any connection between like like visual like a thread of power or anything like that like obviously he's still in control of his armor yeah there like there seems to be like little Th like you said threads or lines of, of of power that are running between him and the the armor pieces well i think claire's mind would kind of work like this which is that there's a signal there's some sort of communication between the two and if she can see it then that means she can overload it and so Ooh. her goal and this is a little weird, but this is kind of a weird fight. So I'm 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 breaking I'm, out my, my big brain, my yeah. my creative, whichever hemisphere is the creative one. I always forget this. This um, is the Kefka Lavos fight. So right. There you go. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, the Lavos fight, i.e. form number two. What the hell is this? What is this <laughs> yeah. guy? Are you kidding What's me? Happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, uh. I am going to um, <clears throat> I'm fast enough to move where he is and follow the thread to one of the pieces of armor as fast as I possibly can, because whatever that signal is that's tracing from him to a specific piece, my goal is to like hypercharge that energy so that it either blows out the connection, it damages the armor or it has some sort of reverb back to him. So it's sort of like, it's like plucking a string. Okay. So like, if it's like, if it's too strong, it'll break, right? Cause I mean, even if you see, if you ever seen like the slow-mo video of like glass getting hit, it ripples for a second. Yeah. It um, really does. It has like a hook and then it destroys. But yeah. like. How, my question is, how are you planning on doing that? Like I get what you're trying to do, but how? Well, I mean, like, uh, I mean, it's it's wherever that connection is, if I can see it, it's here. Mm -hmm. And if it's here, it's impactable by, you know, speed, because there's nothing more like um, speed is the uh, 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 matter in space has inherent speed it's just transitioning between different areas in space mm -hmm. so like if you're able to like phase between things then that means you're able to like because I've, I've thought about this a lot because because like what little bit I, I i know of quantum physics which is very little um and astrophysics which is a which is not a little but a little bit um is uh that if you were able to like phase through something, you would have such a deep understanding of because like, right? Because like, you're moving well, actively moving your molecules through something else, and then and they are always moving. Mm -hmm. And so like speed isn't just how fast a molecule's moving; it's how fast you're relocating the matter. Mm -hmm. And so he's controlling matter somehow. And so there are some things that are not, and there are some things that are. And okay. so the things that are are the are you tr are you trying to see. you're trying to dislocate him from this 
particular power source. Okay. Um, give me a. I don't know. Uh, just a straight up attack. However, you want to attack this. I mean, that's speed. Like, okay. I don't. I don't really know what other what other ability she would have because, I mean, if she's attacking on like an atomic level, if she's, I looked it up. Twenty two dice of super speed is twenty five million miles an hour. And light clocks in at 690 million miles an hour. So it's not light speed. But boy. <laughs> 25 million, that's, that's like to some planets. That's like running to a planet. Like pretty quickly. Yeah. So. Minimum um, planet. Planet. That's right. That's right. That's, that's uh, exactly what I was thinking. 17 successes. Okay. And then actually wasn't what I was thinking, but I appreciate the reference. <laughs> I think you introduced me to that. Oh, it's so great. Clerks is good. How is the cartoon good? It, it really shouldn't be, but it's it's great. All right. You. You go to like, you know, you're just moving at, at super speed and you're going to think that if you just grab this thing and just move it out of the way, it's going to break this connection. And you you grab it and you go to move it and you're just like oh uh oh uh oh <laughs> uh oh indeed <laughs> uh fergus here you go shit okay mm. All right. I could have thrown a resolve at that, but I rolled well and he rolled great. Yeah. So yeah. Um. All right. I would love to make a big splashy gesture, but I um don't want to get my ass whooped immediately after that. So I will. Uh, using the uh, last location of the sort of blast uh, from his implosion fist, I'm just going to sort of like guess where he is. And um, I'm going to... Fergus does a, a move he hasn't had to do in a while as his power has become more subtle. By the way, I added undetectable. I don't know if that matters. Um that pro I, I guess that doesn't really do anything in this situation but just for for the sake of flavor mm -hmm. it's out there um so he's gonna make the like puppet strings gesture and when he does that that whole area where horatio just was and some extra stuff up and down and in other directions in in an area that does not hit me or claire uh-huh um strings come into being and they're also like razor sharp so he's like razor wiring that area of effect okay so i'm just gonna do a tk attack nice um is there any like penalty you're, from not being able to see him and you, shit you're at minus three minus three okay um 
Undetectable says he suffers a minus three penalty to his active defense rolls. Okay. Against undetectable physical and energy attacks. Right. Unless cool. unless they have a power like blind fighting that compensates. So um, that's what that oh, is. Okay. So twenty two minus three is nineteen. I'm throwing nineteen. Thirteen off nineteen. Nice. Yeah. 16 right yeah you mm-hmm. you you throw these strings out and everything and then you catch just like a, a small glimmer and he's just standing on one of them mm. yeah sounds about right okay that's me all right he look into his grab bag of goodies here um Give me one second. Make sure I'm looking at the right thing so I get the uh, rules correct. And I wish I'd written more notes. Instant murder cannon just really isn't right. clear yeah, enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, what's what's Omni Death? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. This just says hyperfuck. I don't. Did I? What was I thinking? <laughs> What could that possibly be? Um, okay. So he you see like he he jumps back and he starts to grow and there's the sound of him like pulling in atmosphere and then he like dragon roars like and this this big just like cone of of cold force comes comes barreling out of his his mouth mm-hmm. and i need uh both of you to roll your active defenses or wait hold on um actually your might or your weight rank that's not right what hold on hold on um blah 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 okay uh, I take that back. Yeah, give me give me an active defense roll. Okay, thank you. Yes. Because one of the many things I I have to say in favor of this system is that it is very difficult in here to find an an exploit that's like oh no one can defend against X. Like they've they've done a very good job balancing the powers to where there's very it- few. He's using hyper calls. breath and it's got two different settings. One of them is you can push people back and it's either might or weight. Because it's Oh, okay. But he's not doing that. He's he's doing he's, something different. Okay, right. Because just pushing somebody back doesn't kill them. Exactly. Oof. Nineteen and fifteen. Very nice. Ooh, he did not roll well. He got thirteen. So you he's guys rolling can like explain we are how and for a second, you see like these ice shards like materialize and like grab where you were, and then you guys can expound any further. I mean, I, 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 I know you said he has the sort of like phase shift thing, but I imagine they just pass through Fergus harmlessly. And and I I would say that like they're just slow enough that Claire just is able to like. Just kind of like move, like they just kind of come at her, and she's just sort of moving and like stepping out of the way, 
to them. So like, I don't even know that you'd necessarily be able to see that, but I don't, okay. I mean, like, I mean, theoretically she could probably do the face thing too, but I like her just out of the way of each individual thing as it comes at her. Cause it wouldn't just be like a wall of them. Right. It'd be like a big sphere of them. So like there would be areas that aren't, and yeah. that's where she is. Okay. All right. Claire's go. Oh gosh. Um, let's see. Hmm. I, huh. Can I, can I, uh, let's see. Okay, so, like, we're in, like, primordial, like, early universe this, shit, right? It's not just, like, white. Like, it's space, right? No, no, it's like, this is, this is the material before the Big Bang. This is the moment before time begins. The the universe has not expanded yet. Hmm. Um, I, huh. I'm trying to think of like how to incorporate speed into into manipulating this because like telekinesis has a really nice like visual dramatic like way to interact with this, and speed has more of a well, I I actually think I, I just thought of one, which okay. would be that um, I mean, this is primarily flavor, but her attack straight at him is not to hit him, but is to move hella fast through him so that the shit that the, we're in rips around him. Ooh. Okay. Cool. no son of a bitch you see that and he like you go to attack and then you get the you're like ha ha and then it's the dragon ball z after image and he's standing behind you yeah yeah because he got 22 versus 13 so yeah Yargus. this is gonna come down to like one hit like whoever mm-hmm. lands the first hit, I think is gonna. Mm-hmm. I think you are correct, sir. So it's so it's so it's like Jean fighting fighting Karya. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Maybe. Well, I'm a sucker. <sighs> I'm a. I'm a sucker for a crap like that. So um. Uh. I will. I'll declare a defining moment. Okay. Um. Fergus is going to. So he's still got the the one section of the armor that he that he grabbed using the other material around it. He's gonna grab as many other pieces as he can. I mean, he's you know TK in an area. He's he's gonna he's gonna sort of sweep the you know pre-material matter around all of them and fling them apart in as wide an array as he can. So he's basically trying to separate them all and thus nullify Horatio's powers. Okay. So, um, do you want me to 
spend resolve to power stunt so I can nullify, or do you want to just use telekinesis to throw them? Like, how do you? Um, it depends on what on how you want to do this. Honestly, it'll be different. It'll have different results depending on what power you use, and it'll have different difficulties. Um, well, I guess I first want to see if even, like, separating his armor from him has any effect at all. So at first, I'm just going to try and physically scatter it. So, okay. um, I'll, he'll, he'll, he'll actually take a page from Horatio's book. He sort of targets a point among all the armor pieces and clenches his fist and like whatever the the universe matter is contracts and then he lets go and it expands in all directions and he's trying to like hit them all and fling them all apart in all different directions okay uh roll me an attack okay and so uh if i have sixes here Ooh, One, quite a few two, sixes. three, four, five. I see five sixes. Yeah, um, okay. So, so, so roll five more. So far. Yeah. Another four, uh, and that's one more six. So I'm at a total of 22. <laughs> 23, 24. 24. Roll another one. <laughs> Okay, 24. Nice. Um, yeah, you... you. Okay, you've already explained, but yes, these... You can expound further if you want. Oh, okay. He got 12, um, by the way, people. He, he got like half the number of successes. Yeah. Um, okay, his armor, all the different pieces of his armor fly so far apart so fast that they're just lost immediately in the emptiness. So in front of us is the, like, white coruscating light thing gathering energy, but all around and behind us is still the dark, right? The just, like, nothingness. Mm -hmm. Okay, all the, all the pieces he's not wearing are just scattered in that they just you know whatever glow they have they're so far away the light doesn't even travel anymore okay um horatio like kind of stumbles for a minute oh oh well i suppose i shouldn't have stuck with a decaf and he the the glow has has subsided substantially off off of him like half of his armor is gone like half of it was pretty much off and arrayed and everything um like but i've still got a few tricks and he points at uh fergus and he's just like Let's see if we can uh, make the playing field a little more even. And he's going to mind blast you. So, side okay. screen it. Yep. Um. Actually, no. He's he's not. He he's like. He starts to do that, and he's like, 
no, let's pull one of mommy's tricks. And he just zips and he's going to attack both of you. So he's going to take a dice penalty because he's splitting his mm. dice pool. Okay. Um, so 24 on the first one against Fergus. Oops. Oh. Uh, 13 successes. With, with, with a penalty? Yeah. He's throwing 24? And 16 against Claire. <sighs> okay. Oh, man. Well, at, at least he didn't roll so hot. That's still a lot of fucking dice. That's still a lot of fucking dice. Uh, okay. Oh my gosh. Woo! Fergus uses, <clears throat> Fergus uses TK to just sort of propel himself down, out of the way. <laughs> Alright. I just push myself out of the path. I guess I don't quite get all of it, because he got 13 to my 12, yeah, he gets... and I'm not spending Oof. shit. Alright. So, Claire, you can describe how you dodge, but Fergus, he... Faster and than can Claire. She, can she take the hit? Can she take the hit from Fergus? Because she's faster. Don't, don't don't worry about it. It's one health. It's not worth I it. I know. I know. But it's yeah, like she's but got the she's got the insta heal. If you spend, and also it is kind of what she would do. If you spend resolve, yes. What? Well, sorry, Josh. I don't know if you're. Worth it. <laughs> I mean, let's not get carried away here, dude. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if I. I don't know, man. <laughs> So Fergus, he just comes up and he just again, he's got this energy around his his like one remaining gauntleted hand and yeah. and swings out at you and your psychic form kind of like gets all jagged for a second. And then Claire, you kind of you even have trouble kind of tracking how fast he's moving, but you move out of instinct and you can describe. Um. I uh, uh the I think I think with this with this big enough of a swing that she actually has a pretty sizable like like it's clear like like she sees where he's coming and she just moves just just enough that she's not dodging she sees that he's going to miss and so she just puts in the way that it just goes by her okay all right, and then it's Claire's go. So she gets a little, she gets a little fuck you moment to him. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's see. I um. I think I think she's gonna I think she's gonna take uh I think she's gonna take the opportunity. Um, I like I like the idea of her um. Uh, uh, of like the daggers themselves kind of pairing with her sort of mythical appearance being like these like longer like uh, um, like almost like uh, uh, Greek era like silver swords I think that kind of has a cool okay. like visual effect to it and uh, she's going to try to which you know mechanically just means she's doing she's d doing the slay rather than right <clears throat> I mean she can do slay barehanded too but you know <laughs> um yeah she's just she's gonna take a swing at him All from right. behind I'm trying to keep it a little more visually interesting but she's attacking him gotcha. no he no got 17 versus your 16 fucking fucking trash man you you know you come you come down with the knife and his his gauntlet you actually see it kind of articulate it like just just enough 
to like oh man stop the the dagger from coming like it's close like it's super close to his skin but blocks it just enough and pushes it away my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined so <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's you a GM's that dob, right? Oh yeah, fair. No, I've never seen that meme. It's 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 a good one. Yeah. All right, Fergus. Okay. Um, did he expand back to normal size? Yes. Yeah, he is back to normal size. Okay. I I will remind you guys there are team attacks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I know. I know. Options. We we got a duo tech here. We 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 haven't done one. We got to do one. You got to throw some uh, fire on that sword when you spin around real fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool cool things about uh, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to th I'm trying to think of like ways that that like they would sort of naturally combo, and I think there's definitely something about but but your defining moment already gives you exploding sixes so well okay uh i'm just i'm throwing out ideas for right, you right, for right, you guys right. so uh when performing a team attack you have to wait until the end of the page to take your actions you all have to target the same enemy. Grants you a two-die bonus to your attack. lets you spend one resolve to have your sixes explode. So I would get the two dice, you would get the two dice, and you could unlock exploding sixes by spending. Um, okay, so here's something. Um, this version of Fergus has telepathy, so... Uh, Claire hears in her mind, I'll hold him, you strike. There you go. There you go. So, um, I like I'm, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna delay, uh, so we can go at the, or wait. You, you could, you could go ahead and attack this turn, and then next turn you guys could do it. So that way you wouldn't have to miss a whole turn. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I suppose I, I, I may as well. I'm at the bottom of the order is yeah. what's going on here. And I thought, okay, right. Oh, that does. Yeah. Um, hmm. All right. Uh, hang on a second. I no 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 no. That's no, not no, no. Work. Um. Okay. No, no. I'll just. I'll just. Um. Um. Okay. Fergus calls up two buildings from his beloved new home, Stringersburg. Uh. One is a deli. Literally. One is a deli that makes pastrami that he likes, which is weird for him. You wouldn't think. Spicy meat yeah, on yeah. hot bread. Delicate constitution. Fucking, lo fucking loves the pastrami at this one place, even if it immobilizes him for days afterward. Um, he also calls up an art gallery that he likes to go to, and he smashes those two buildings into Horatio together. Okay. 
I like that. Um, so 22. Uh, yeah. One. Ooh, that was not a great. Si okay. He got 21. You got 13 successes. Yeah. Oh, I have an exploding die. Okay. So, uh, yeah. It added nothing. <laughs> All right. He he gives it the Tony Jaw Muay Thai arm and knee up and the buildings smash together. And then when they kind of crumble apart, he's just he's standing there. I I, I hate this fucking guy so much. Yeah. Um, he. Looks at both of you and he looks at Claire and he throws his hands out and all these like small portals like kind of shoot out from him and around you and then he starts like punching into him and his fists are coming out and <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck bro <laughs> um so your active defense is halved because he's area attacking you Okay. And he All got right. 19. All right. 12, 12 off of 11 is a pretty fucking good. Wait, if those explode, hold on. One, two, you, you three, haven't, four. You haven't done that yet. Five. Yeah, no, no, but no, no, I mean, no. but so if I get five extra, that's 17. Fuck. Fuck. I don't know. Is it worth um defining momenting that shit of her dodging? I mean, she'll still get hit hard. No, it's not. You, you you would have had to already do that, I think, anyway. Oh. I, 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 I think this is the kind of thing that you do. That Not the kind of thing that you do reactively. It seems right. like the sort of thing that you set out. It's like a dramatic, okay. like, da, da, da. Okay, so so seven damage, Josh, just just to. You can you can instant up or, or super eight, speed heal, eight, right? Eight, eight, eight damage. It, it, say what? Eight. How's right. it eight? Uh, you got eleven. Oh, you got twelve. Sorry, I was looking at the dice yeah. rolled. Sorry. No, I got twelve off eleven. I yeah, had that's a that's good great. It's fucking great. That is great. But yeah, these hands just come out and bat, 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 like everywhere you turn, they're just like tagging you and uh laying you down until yeah, this. that's 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 bad. Yeah. Unless have you figured out how how much health you have? Oh, I, I, I don't. Um, uh, no, I haven't done that yet. So I, I, I'm going to I'm going to take a moment to do that while Josh is acting. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do some things. Okay. I'm not up. No, I mean, well, you know, well, it's well, it's not my turn. I'm going to be doing some things. Well, how, how about how about just for expediency's sake, we'll say you spend a point of resolve to Insta up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you guys can. If you're going to team cool. attack, you can do it. OK. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So uh, my idea is that um, Vergus attacks his legs, just like pulling stuff into existence to strike and bind his lower body. Okay. Which will which will hold him in place so Claire can, 
you know, so that he, you know, has a harder time dodging when, when Claire strikes. Okay. I like All it. right. So you guys spend resolve and, uh, well, um, do I have to spend one just to activate team attack? I believe so. Let me double check. It, it doesn't say anything about that. Oh, do you, does it not? Okay. When characters oh, to, coordinate you, their attacks, you have to spend it to get the exploding sixes, but you already have the exploding sixes. So no, yes, you, you do not. Claire does. If she wants exploding sixes, sorry, I always get that. Um, conflated yeah. for some reason. All right. I'll, also, I, I just need to ask a, a, a point of clarification. Mm -hmm. um, I've I've been I've been trying to area attack him. I mean, my TK has area, but his his dice have not been changed. He was using armor. OK, all right. All right. Fine. Yeah, yeah. The passive sense. defense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Okay, um, right, so there's two bonus dice from using team attack, so my 22 goes up to 24. So, um... Is it 200 points or 250 points? 200. 200. I don't know where uh, I got 250 from, it was just somewhere in my brain. So in, in, in an effort to kind of like subtly psych him out, the stuff, the, the pieces that Fergus pulls into existence to do this attack are pieces of armor, but they're the like armor shell of Blowhard Mark II, who came after him at the beginning of that arc. Nice. And and they're and they're sharp, jaggedy bits. So he just like calls them up and then they like stick into him okay. and hold him in place. Nice. Now, this is a bit metagamey, but um you guys could stymie him by Fergus, you're doing an area attack, and Claire, if you have a penetrating attack, I don't know if you do or not. Isn't Slay penetrating? Mm -mm. You have Isn't to that like what makes Slay? No, it just no, does you... extra health damage. It's a it's a it's a pro that you have to um, buy. The thing with Slay is that it, if I if I remember right, instead ah. of doing the normal damagey kind of process, you do like a like a toughness save kind of thing. Yeah, and it's a two for. It. And you do, and you do two damage for every one over. Yeah, that's slay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and armor I'm, has I'm, no I'm effect on this math. power. I'm putting the I'm putting the math together, and and yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get penetrating for her slay. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, pay for that. I'm, I'm putting I'm putting it together right now. So. I um. I'm not particularly happy with the result of my role here. So, um, with all of this on the line, I'm considering spending my last resolve to reroll. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. You didn't get many sixes. And, and, and not only is 20 is 14 off 24, like not great, but also oh. there aren't that many sixes. So do you have any flaws you can invoke? Um, well, You have flashback, but that makes you useless for a page. Uh, I don't know about that. That seems too much. Um, and none of his, you know, enemies or, or rivals could pop out here at the beginning of time. That wouldn't really work. Um, hang on, let me see here. Compulsion, enemies, flashbacks, 
hidden agenda quirk. Uh, I don't really see how any of these apply. Yeah. If this doesn't work, you could invoke flashback next turn and then play it out, but that's up to you. Yeah, I I may need to do that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and reroll, reroll. I I for sure. I hope I don't come to bitterly regret this as I've regretted so many things in my life. <laughs> 14 again. Cool, cool. But you got one, two, three. Oh, I got three yeah. sixes instead of one. All right. So that's there's three one more, more for 17. Yeah, yeah 17, 17. Not bad. Off 24. No, that's bad. That's pitiful. <laughs> oh, dice bot. All right, Claire, go ahead and roll up your attack. Um. Yeah, so so that was part of the, the double. That was the double attack, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is you guys. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think I think this is a. Uh, um. Uh, I think this is I think this is a returning fury of blows. I think this is one of the ones where she she like does it back because she just got fucking buffeted. So instead of having a big kaboom, she's doing the she's she's doing the flurry of blows back. All right. So I'll roll that one. Do she I don't get picks herself you, up off the non-existent floor. Yeah, she's 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 probably pretty bloody. Like she's 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 not doing too great. Um. So uh, do I get exploding sixes for this or no? You 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 add two, and if you spend a resolve, then you get exploding sixes. Can I wait till my roll to spend or no? No, I you, you have you... to do it before. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll spend it. I'll spend it. That leaves me with one left, so. Okay, he's out, so. 24 with exploding gives me okay that's 19 20 one 22 successes okay. uh it, i got three sixes right and it roll roll the sixes again oh okay as okay. many sixes as you have roll yeah oh four successes and then and roll another one there's another six that's cool 23 24 24 on 24 i'll guess i'll take it Right. Oh, no, no matter what, because of your guys team attack and the way you were attacking, either of his defenses were going to be halved. So he got cool. six successes. So you guys explain to me how you in Horatio take him out. This guy, oh, this guy here. Oh, oh shit. never, ever, ever fuck with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, I, uh, 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 I think, I think for plot purposes that, that, uh, Fergus, it gets at least a few of these hits in that can't just be Fergus kind of did a thing and then Claire kills him like that. He's got to have a little, there's gotta be a little bit of like Claire. Um, I like the, uh, um, I, I, I like the, I like the image of her, of her hitting him. Like, so Fergus see I, from Fergus's perspective, like. Her, she just she's like she's like deep like 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 torso to um 
like she's torso to torso with him and he sees her elbow back and then sees it extend super far forward and Horatio bends over and at the same time she's behind him and like kicks him back toward Fergus hmm. and mm-hmm. Fergus takes the breastplate and the gauntlet and the greave that he's wearing and just like yanks them off of his body with with TK uh and then slams them back into place really really hard with his armor yeah i like that that's that's good okay now here's the question do you kill him i don't think that would be very sportsmanlike um, um i think I think I think Fergus just wants to strip the armor from him and you know so you know he does that trick to hit him with it I guess but I think after that the point is to also fling those pieces so far apart that they can't okay. be found again cuz I just want to take his, kill Oh go ahead. I just want to take his power away. Okay. If you're not going to kill someone for trying to undo literally everything what really is a capital offense at this point? You, I mean, you, you fling it back and you hit him and you hear just bones crunch, like multiple ribs break, uh, probably his arm, something. And he's just a, a pile. I, I, on the I like floor. the idea of I like the idea of, of the armor hitting him and him coming back and Claire hitting him <laughs> like and so like the armor and momentum. And then it, he's caught between the two. Mm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you you rip off the armor and it flings to the the far corners of nothingness. And there's a you know, there's a slaw, small residual golden halo around him that starts to to dissipate. And he his eyes blearily open. One of them is is swollen shut. He <coughs> coughs out some some blood and everything. And you see him, he tries to, it, it, one arm's broken. He's like trying to, to sit up and he just, it's, it's not happening. Um, you're just going to leave me here. to Just, just end it. I don't know that you get the satisfaction of that. Isn't that what you always wanted? <sighs> Eight worse than death. <sighs> oh, be just like you. <coughs> Sadder ending to a sad story. Have you learned anything? Or are you still driven by hatred and loneliness? Uh, never came to learn. Never came to learn. Like, like, like he didn't come here to learn anything. He oh, didn't show yeah. up. He didn't show up anywhere trying to learn anything, which is fair point. It was a stupid question. Um, Fergus looks at Claire and he says, "I've done 
everything I know how to to separate him from the source of his power, but if we just leave him here, there's no telling what might happen. In theory, he could find a way to reassemble it, although he looks too far gone. We've underestimated him before and paid for it. Is is Mercury frozen for you? No, no, no I'm thinking. Oh. Sorry, oh, sorry. Wow. No, I was, were, I was deep were, in thought. You were very, very still. I was really, really thinking. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I was, that was, I was here. Um, I think, um, I mean, certainly, there's always the risk of someone returning, right? That's always, that's always like a thing. Like, unless you, like, proper deep-six them. In this genre. In this genre, right. Oh. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think it's I think it's just a matter of, like, I mean, if we were going to kill him, wouldn't we have killed him already? I mean... Yes. Right? So, so, um, there's certainly... I'm being a little out of character before I say it, because it's such a big decision. Um... There's always like Claire's pretty fast now. I bet she'd get back to that time place where she was at. And I don't think he'd be coming back from there anytime soon. Not with that armor. You mean the 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 like weird shifty time world thing where you went? Mm -hmm. I I mean, you won't talk about making him a prisoner in time. Like he finished he oh, in a couple of years he figure out how to escape. It's five million years later, like like Claire was in there for like 20 minutes and it was three months so mm. yeah right Drew isn't that about the do I recall that correctly you don't know how long you were in there because there was nothing to gauge oh. time by fair. so fair I mean she can go there and she could probably take him with this with this many dice I feel like she could get him there I'm I'm not against that at the same time, I feel like, and I'm being a bit meta here, but um, I feel like really the way to kill him is with kindness. I mean, he's a he's a, he's a super sad, angry boy who wanted to blow up everything because nobody was ever nice to him, or or something like that. He 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 feels like misbegotten. You know, he's he's from this world where versions of us made him as this sort of like built with this like built in flaw. He's like he's been out for revenge against us, but against existence, you know. And so, you know, yeah, throw him into time prison. That that kind of works. I also just kind of feel like, well, what if we just bring him back to the Berg with us and he has to be a regular ass dude without his armor? What if we just oh, make yeah. him what if we just make him live a normal life? Oh, that sounds terrible. Who would ever want to have a <laughs> The problem is that's what you did originally to him. What? When when did we do that? He was a normal ass dude in a world full oh, of metals. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That would just recreate the whole thing. That's fair. Um let's 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 role play this. He um because I feel like there's a lot of what yeah, ifs yeah, that yeah, you guys yeah. could spin through. Right. Yes. Yes. He he finally rocks back up to 
he's not even on his feet. He's on his knees, you know, slumped over. And this this halo around him's dissipating. He's like, well, you can either end it and end this sad story or just give it a minute. And I'm done for anyway. You don't have to die. Is it still what you want? For the first time, you see something other than steely resolve or hatred in his eyes. And he's just like, y'all, we all know it's what needs to be done, or I'm not going to stop. Claire, I, I, um, I, uh, could you, uh, could you give us a moment? She, she looks confused, <laughs> and then, and then her, and then her, and then her expression kind of changes to neutral, and she's gone. <clears throat> um, wherever the, uh, the heavily annotated copy of Antigone that he has, that he had earlier, is now. Can Fergus just uh, have yeah. it? Can yeah. he just pull it from somewhere, produce it? He uh, he 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 gets he he takes the book, and he says um, he says her crime was to bury her enemy properly. Maybe I'll be guilty of the same thing. What would you like for your tomb? Nothing. I'm a man that never really existed. Just leave it. You don't get away so easily. You existed long enough to inflict terrible damage on the, the city that I love. He says, he just looks at you and he smiles. Give me a little Osmandius. A statue fitting. All right. Um, Fergus is going to shape a statue around him um iron maiden style yeah yeah you do Adley Keller. he doesn't Death. oh 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 like an iron oh, oh. you can you can <laughs> I, I start you to see it coming and it's just he just he never breaks eye contact with you 
and that okay. some somehow the energy form is is weeping. Um, Claire, while it, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. You you percolate on that, Claire. While you zip off, you're in this nothing black nothingness. You kind of go away from the 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 point, and you feel that there's presence around as much as there's nothingness. The more you sit here, the more you feel like there's presence somewhere, like multiple eyes looking at you. And there's not supposed to be anything. Um, but you, you, you kind of get this sensation, but then you, you, as soon as you're about to act on anything, you get the sensation that, Horatio is gone. Like you kind of have being that there's only three beings in existence at this point, you know, that one of the existences has ended. Okay. All right. Um, then I think she's heading back. Okay. Fergus. Does the statue stay? Does the statue go? No, no, no. He's gonna, he's gonna keep it. Okay. Um, and he's he's made it in such a way that it's like, it's always been incomplete and damaged, like the statue in the poem that's been like weathered by mm-hmm. time and stuff. Uh, it, I, I, I think he'll he'll even give the actual motto from the poem on like a plaque at the feet. Look on my works, ye mighty. And I think he'll leave the R off to spare. Okay. Look on my work, she mighty in despair. All right. So, Claire, you zip back over and you see this statue and no Horatio. It's it's it it's him, but with some of the features like weathered away and like part of one of the arms is gone. It 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 looks like it's super old and it's been decayed or whatever. Oh, she you 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 see on on Claire's face a level of um it's not it's not remorse it's just uh pity like she sees like it's not like a it's not like a mocking pity but like a sad like ah oh, like she's she's she looks very sad about it and um and her eyes meet yours are you okay no but it would be terrible if I were. Uh, this has to come with us. I I want to put it somewhere in in the Berg, somewhere, m- maybe not in town, maybe outside. Uh, even though he's made of pure psychic whatever, he's still crying, or something tear-like is happening on his on his face. He's like I I. I want to be sure we can find a way to bring this back with us. That's all I need. Um, m- maybe it's maybe it's her speed. Maybe it's something else. But like you feel her touch your shoulder, which I would imagine would be a little disconcerting because you would not be expecting yeah. that for yeah. just a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Um, uh, do we do we know how to go back? Do we know how to? Like we're here. You, you guys, you, 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 you see the the absent wind sort of floating her hair behind her. <laughs> like 
out you know claire is is facing you fergus and everything and out from the nothing you see a bit of the armor kind of come cascading back and it kind of doesn't clink on the ground but it kind of lands towards you guys in the pseudo ground area and and you're getting this feeling like something epic something explosive is getting ready to happen that 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 something is about to begin um yeah like the entire fucking universe we got to get the hell out of here but but this 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 plate lands and it's just it's it's the back of like a a a gaunt one of his gauntlets and it lands and you you you, ting 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 and these three portals open up and Fergus, you see Stringersburg. You see yourself back in action, working from the shadows. Uh, you see all these different possibilities of, of, of life as it kind of always has been. And then you see Stringersburg and you see the villains attacking and the heroes fighting against and sometimes winning and sometimes losing. But you have a regular life. No powers. No nothing. You have a nine to five. You go and you see June. She still has her powers and everything, but you have normal the rest of your life is lived out in mediocrity well n- okay not mediocrity <laughs> unpowered okay uh, unpowered uh, unpowered life shit. yes <laughs> oh, oh, <okay>. um <laughs> and then you see another possibility of stitching together your own realm and pulling these variances from different timelines and saving them from working for future and past. Becoming present. Becoming present. You see all these different, you see these three possibilities laid out before you. Claire, you see going back to the Berg. You see working on the uh, working on the formula, dealing with the fallout from re. Uh, you know, d- trying to trying to suss and get all that worked out. Actually, you only have I, I, I take that back. You only have two portals. You don't have three. Ferg- Fergus sees three. You see two. And your other one, you see that white space. And instead of it just being a white space, you see traveling, always, always traveling, always moving. The occasional, you know, living in this space, existing in it, but being able to go anywhere at any time. The moments when people swear they saw a ghost or the moments when that people can't explain about 
they were in the way of a car and then all of a sudden they weren't and the car crashed beside them and they were moment, you know, inches away or instinctively grabbing out for something and not knowing it and, you know, parents saving children or whatever. These are the moments that you can influence through all of time. I mean, so I you mean, guys see these possibilities, the, these you you get to choose. Do do we see each other's? Is it just visible? No, there, you, or you is guys it that only you guys only see the ones I described for each of you. Well, I Fergus briefly describes to Claire what he sees and likewise. Fergus points to the third portal. He's like, well, there's absolutely no way I'm doing that. That's the it's mediocre not... one. No, that's the, the one where he, he becomes present. Oh, yeah. The first one was the mundane life, the powerless life. The, the first that's, one, that's, that's, the, that's second the second one. one. Yeah. Oh, OK. OK, sorry, so sorry. He looks kind of longingly at the second one. You can do that. That's okay. No one expects you to do more. You've done so much, Fergus, and you you don't need to live this life if you don't want to. I know what you've done, and I'm never going to forget that. Well, um, what about you? What do you think? Uh, this... Uh, in between cosmic seeming thing would be limitless, Fergus. Absolutely limitless. But if you're going back to Stringersburg, I'm not going to leave you alone there. I you won't be facing it by yourself. I I wouldn't be. If you go there, and he points to the, the second cosmic door, you're, you'll be any when you like. I'll, I'll see you out of the corner of my eye every time. I don't know you'll be able to stay. You should... I, 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 I want more than anything for you to feel free. Claire, the world... We live in the way the formula uh, was taken from you, the way that it's been pushed. That's uh, nothing but strife. With this, you can do anything. I, I would, I would be greatly obliged if you would make yourself happy. She, she, she smiles. As as would I you, Fergus. <clears throat> I uh maybe maybe you're right. Maybe that's maybe that's where I would be able to do the most good. It's just so sudden and it seems so final. I don't know that I could come back. And that's scary. 
Fergus nods. There you go, right. <laughs> I, um... He looks at his second door. I, I have thought at times that that's what I wanted. But now I... I just don't see how I could... I could give it all up. Uh, it's, uh... I thought... I thought I was going to take on the world. You know, um... The project. I thought I would get some kind of... Retribution for Spectrum. For what was done to me. I said to us, but I meant to me. And now that I know... I'm the only one who carries it, really, and that the world will keep turning, and there are much bigger, worse things out there. It seems very small, and and what seems huge is, well, the city. Home. Chicago was never... I mean, they tore down that community theater years ago. It was only ever a hiding place but but stringersburg it's it's home and um i've become accustomed to a certain lifestyle the more i think about and he points to the second door again uh, that the more i feel uh and he kind of he's like involuntarily rubbing his hands together and you can see he's like feeling some give he's like starting to, to get a little more solid and, and fleshy the more he thinks about this he's like that just seems so squalid um I, no it's he points to the first door it's 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 this one for me i i i'm too caught up in all of our friends the ones who are left i i have to go back But you don't. I, I, I don't mean you're not welcome. Of course you would be. But you're, you're so. You should be free. Would be free. And it would be a lot. It'd be a lot, Fergus. Whatever that is, and I don't know what all that is, that seems like an awful lot. And, uh, like a, uh, you know, I just don't, I just don't want to, I don't know. I don't want it to be a mirage, right? I don't want it to be not what it should be. I don't want it to be a trap, right? Yeah. Right? Like that's you yeah. know, if it seems too good to be true, sometimes it's gonna mm -hmm. be a thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can run forever and go anywhere. You have to run forever. <laughs> right. You have to go everywhere. <laughs> like yeah. You can be yeah. anyone you want at all times. Oh. Right. Oh man, this is a this is a, this is a tough one. Um Oh, it's it's the it's the it's it's the power angle that's that's the real I mean 
I like how there's no option for Claire to become mundane. <laughs> I do too. I do too. That was never an option. Peace <laughs> was never an option. Ooh. <laughs> kind of true. Um, I don't know. Like, I... Uh, <laughs> um that that looked like a like another Coburn guy about to happen there. It's a little bit of a Coburn guy. It's more of a it's more of a a, a, a paralyzed Mercury is a little more uh, uh, indecisive, paralyzed by indecision Mercury. Um I think uh um is there something I can do to get a little more info about the situation, Mr. Drew? Uh, like, like, what are you looking for? <laughs> well, just you know, poke your head through. <laughs> kinda. <laughs> like, um, like, uh, uh, I mean, I, I mean, the big question, and not the light question. I'm sure you're not going to answer this directly, but the real big question is if it likes you'd be able to come back. Like if she went through there, that would be like a one-way trip. I know that's the big question. So what's the what's the information in that direction you can give me? That this this is the 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 future that Claire can choose. The this existence. Sounds kind of one way to me, doesn't it, Josh? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, this is the like end game for our. Our, our characters here so mm -hmm. I don't think there's there's going to be any takesy backsies I think um, I I think Claire gets a little scared I think is what happens is I because I was like like as I'm, I'm just sort of thinking this through in terms of like who she is and what she's values and like, like it's always been a very, like, she's always felt like the world did oddly make sense because it was this sort of brutal, dark, logical place, hmm. and that was always the what she lived in, and even this had kind of a level of knowledge to it and. I think even with all the weird things that happened to her, I think she felt a level of comfort with all of this because like she, like she grew up in violence and uncertainty. Mm. And so being a superhero is very much just like, well, that's just how the world is. Like, sure. She became a superhero, but in a way she always really was like, not that she was doing a good thing, just that she was always in that world. Yeah. And larger, larger than life stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was always, you know, in, in, in more mundane, younger ways, it was about, like, glorification of power and wealth and influence and fame and all that stuff. And now it's something that's totally grown. And, you know, I, I think... Um, I don't I don't know that she I'm I'm I, as the player, am real fucking curious about the second door. But I, I really think... As Claire has been talking us through, I think she would have been tempted initially by the immense power, but I think she would be too worried about the unknown. I think she'd worry she'd be too lonely. 
into separated into um like that it would just be too much for mm. too soon i think she, i think she's scared and um the degree to which fergus would see that i don't know i feel like it's kind of up to you she's not specifically trying to conceal it but um you I mean, you do know she has that loyalty and that you know that developing moral compass that she's still trying to refine he uh he he earlier made telepathic contact with her. If she hasn't broken it, then he would just oh yeah oh just kind of sense what she's feeling. I don't think she would have intention. I don't think she would have maybe been aware of that. So yeah, no, you get all that. Yeah, Fergus Fergus gets a data dump of all that. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a it's a lot of extra emotion mm -hmm. for him, and he 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 reels. I'm sure. All right, so you guys are both choosing door number one. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I'm about to play her. I, I have to tell me after we're done, but the character chooses door, door number right. one. <laughs> and 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 Fergus hauls the Ozymandias statue in after him. Yeah, I, and, I mean, at, as soon as you guys choose, you don't even walk. You're just through and in this, and you're you're back in your physical selves and you start seeing you're in you're back in stringersburg and you start to see the 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 dome around it starting to dissolve and the the extra planar entities and and people and everything are kind of starting to fade from existence um everyone is still looking up where this rent was in the sky and you guys can kind of quickly surmise that it's moments later and you all are back in your, your physical meat shells and Ugh. you just feel, you feel exhausted. You're, you're worn out. You, your soul feels thin. Um, just mechanically, you guys will never get past standard level now. You've been dumped. You're just worn. Like sometimes there's no repairing how how worn you get sometimes. Um, and this is one of those situations. But you see, uh, you see the hive. You see a couple people gathered around, and and they're broken. Um, you know, arm missing and everything. The the mask is still kind of. It's been half of their face has been blown off, but the mask is still kind of like draped over it in this an anonymity. You see one of uh, Strix's people, another bird person, looks very similar to him, and they're they're fading, but they're holding Strix, and Strix starts to fade with them. And you guys kind of see the the southern part of the berg, and 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 parts of the city, you know, this is going to be an expanded view and everything. But as all this is fading and the, there's just these large chunks of, of city missing, you start to see them kind of reappearing. And for those of you that were in this fight and in this existence and everything, if you look at it just right, you can see their patchwork buildings of varying small materials that have been stuck back together. Hmm. 
And while the city becomes whole again, the people that were lost don't come back, unfortunately. The hive, the, the force of nature that no one could quite grasp is gone. Strix, a good friend, put his life on the line for a city that wasn't even his. But I think he would have wanted it that way. Uh, I'm getting choked up. And we see people trying to get their lives back to normal. As soon as this drone dome drops, the MHTF, FBI, you know, Armed Forces National Guard come storming in and they see a, a city that is untouched. But there's some thousands of people that died in the crossfire and in the battle. As much as you guys saved lives, there was just only so much that you could do. And while this is happening, the helicopters are flying in and everything. We see June and she sees both of you and she comes running over and she just throws her arms around both of you all. And she's just, she's crying. And, you know, we see Morgan and Bianca talking and Morgan gives Bianca a big hug and she steps and as she turns she turns and she just fades away and you know we see reverb and he's talking to you know everyone's battered and bruised and and you know damn you know damage has been taken and people need first aid and medical care you know there's a couple that are gonna not be okay from this whole experience um, but what do what do you guys do? Um, Fergus goes to look for the statue. It's it's right behind you. Oh, oh, so it's just okay. Yeah. Um, in that case, he. Uh, well, I mean, eventually he's going to look for a place to put it. But for the moment, um, I imagine him just sort of walking through the city and just trying to see everything that is left over. Like, And that, that's the weird thing. When you guys first came in, there were piles of rubbles and buildings that were completely destroyed. And as this dome dissipates, it fades and the buildings are whole. The city seems completely untouched. But it's like stuck together out of parts, you were saying? It's like when you were in Presence Realm and everything was like patchwork. It looks a little more cohesive, like it's like brick yeah. on brick. And in the future, when people come and look at these buildings, they'll be like, oh, that's kind of weird. It must be damaged or whatever. But anybody who was here can see the patchwork nature of this, of these buildings, of little brimstone that's been put back together, and the city hall and everything, all those parts that were destroyed. Yeah, but, like, people's wounds have, Pe have lingered. Yes, people people are still fucked up. It's the, the city that's completely normal. Mm. Interesting.
Um, I, I, I have no idea what Claire would do. I think, um, I think she would try to start helping people. Like, I think, I think it would be very like, I don't even know. Like she, she's got five dice in medicine. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that's what she'd be doing. Okay. I think that's, she would look around kind of confused and exhausted and probably like in a very visible way, be quickly, like quickly moving, but not in a invisible blur, but like, yeah. in just like a, she's just moving quickly. Just would be helping people like whoever was there, whoever yeah. she, whoever needed her help. Yeah. You slip out of June's grasp and, and go zipping over to people. Fergus. He, um, he turns to June and he says, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I couldn't stop the war. Like you warned me. I, I wish there was something I could have done. But, uh, <laughs> Dummy, look at, look, we are we're alive because of you two. You organized all of this. You, you helped everyone. Oh, um, uh, I suppose you're right. You're a hero. Oh, I, I that's so. Um, I, I, I'm not really. Uh. She just, she just sees you faltering. She leans on full kiss on the mouth and then just like turns around and she's like, okay, so, uh, seems like Claire's got the right idea. Yes. Yes. Um, will you help me? I have to do something. Turns to look back at the statue. Very sad. And I could use a, and he like clumsily takes her hand, a, a friend. All you got to do is ask. <clears throat> we need to find somewhere to put this. Well, I'm assuming you can lift it. It's a little more effort than you remember, but yeah, you're able to. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah the cleanup of Stringersburg begins triage stations are set up uh, you know hospitals the one you know if they're back in working order and everything the outside forces are incredibly stymied and confused because except for people that have been and, and the wounds, the, the the people are still dead, but the wounds are gone, except for the people that were injured. Um, so it's just like they just went down. So despite all of the collective reports as to what happened, there's just there's no proof for the outside forces. Um, you know, quickly, one of the first people to land near you guys is Fractal. He he heard about everything. He was trapped outside. And, you know, he's 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 double timing it, just tirelessly trying to help everyone. But, you know, there's there, there's not much he can do. Um, right. No, no, no rubble to lift. Yeah. So. We see. Months later, 
we see six months later of you guys and you know claire despite what you try to tweak with the formula and what you do is just you're at your you're at your limit you can you can feel it there's no pushing yourself any further you've lost a step and same thing with you fergus like it's not quite you don't quite have the the punch that you used to um that you had grown accustomed to it's it's a little more back in the day um so even though you guys are older and and wiser you know can still build your you, f you know you can still build your skills and your your experience and everything but you know that your the raw power is is not going anywhere um well we're 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 stuck at stronger than most metas in the in the in the world right in our world so it's not so bad yeah um let's start with claire it's six months later. What have you been up to? Um, uh, uh, real, real quick. Let me let me give you guys a quick rundown. the The Berg has been sensationalized on the news. Um, there are all kinds of scientists that have moved in. The test di tech district has grown even bigger because rumors of time anomalies and everything like that. People coming in to try to study, you know, you know what breakthroughs could happen, you know. Are the materials somehow influenced in a way that instruments can't quite read yet? Um, uh, you get reports that uh, Greenwell was in the hospital for a while. He was attacked during the, the whole ordeal, and you guys find out that Lesion was able to infiltrate. He wasn't able to take out Greenwell, but he came very, very close. Yeah. Um, the MetaHuman Sports League has gone, uh, while it's still located in Stringersburg, it is now a national production. Um, so it is, there are arenas that are popping up for various purposes, uh, within Stringersburg. Um, Fergus hates that, but I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, everyone... You know, there's a lot of survivor's guilt. There's a lot of, you know, PTSD, shell shock, as you would, you know, call it from back in the day. It's very kind of war-torn. Like, even though the city is fine, there's all these people that lived through all of this and trying to collectively... So... And and also in the fighting, I don't, I don't want you guys to think it was just the heroes. There were villains that were fighting for the city, too. Like, you guys saw the Immortal Mortal and Ennui. Uh, Strobe was there. Like, people that you really didn't like, um, but they were there fighting. And for a while, there's kind of a peace in the city. Like, villains aren't up to their normal shenanigans and everything. But, you know, as nature hates a vacuum... There, you know, there's it slowly but surely. People start getting back into their normal routines and villains act like villains and all that. So, uh, Claire. Six months um, later. Woof. Who was I? Is, whatever happened to the nihilist? Because remember, we were going to recruit him. He, he has a habit of just 
up. He's mercenary, so he has a habit of just kind of up and leaving. Um, I picture um, Claire has having gone um pretty uh public, like a very like like front facing hero, like kind of a um oh what's his name? It would be more impactful if I could remember characters' names better. I'm so bad about it. Um, what's from his name? Cricket or from something else? Cricket? Is uh-huh. that, is, is, wasn't he yeah. one of the like the like he was she. like a city? Oh, she. Yeah, is she still alive? Yeah, yeah, Cricket's still alive. So amazingly enough, because of of your guys' tactics and everything, the only people you lost were Hive and Strix. Besides, and like a couple of like minor metas and and mehumes and stuff that we don't have names for. Like you guys find out there's a memorial that's built. And there was close to probably about 10,000 people that died. Like, not Whoa. a small number. But, Oof. yeah. Oof. Um, and I mean, this this is a city, this is a city of probably three, four million people. Oh. So that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Which is, like, that's, that's, that's a, a pretty amazing thing to say. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is um, awful but it could have been much worse. Oh, yeah. That could have been easily a quarter of the city could have been killed. Yeah. Like easy, easy. You know what? A uh, hundred times what died? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Easy. Um, uh, I, I, I picture Claire as kind of being sort of like a public, like, one of the superheroes of Stringersburg. Cricket. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Mixer, <laughs> sure, yeah. leading the tour of the latest Striggersburg research facility into the time anomaly, anomaly, the War of 2021, as they call it, <laughs> was raged across the town. Countless civilians and heroes lost their lives, but thanks to the efforts of Mixer and Cricket, the town has been saved. <laughs> this is this, this is this is the announcer guy from uh, Legend of Korra yeah. voice. <laughs> oh, is it? I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's on so my it's, list. It's on my short it, list. So it's definitely not that voice. It mm-hmm. just happens to also be the same. Oh, I was just thinking like a <laughs> old school radio announcer. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Same, Mid-Atlantic same. accent. Yeah. Letting everybody know. <laughs> Excitement so, things. Exciting things have happened and are on the move. So she becomes a public figure. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine would be like. Uh, uh, like, like I said, like I said in my my bit, um, uh, since you said there'd be a lot of study on things like that, I think she'd probably spend her energy more on that, like more on like coordinating with scientists around the world who are trying to find out about it, because she would have more insight into it and would be able to like help steer them that way. Also, a thing that we've not touched on is when she got sprayed with Ree's speed juice. Sounds way dirtier than I meant for it to. I did mm-hmm. not mean it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, uh, found out a bunch of like, like theoretical math solutions, like some like impossible mathematician question answers. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna be doing that too. So like, if the formula is like a thing, like kind of out of her control, I think she's gonna like just sort of like, which sucks. Um, just kind of 
you know, not that she's going to delete all the files on her computer, but just like put that on the back burner because she's got math shit and she's got Stringersburg to protect. Like, and with all this new meta thing coming up and like, like I would imagine that she would be very instrumental with MHTF to help like study. Cause like, who knows more about like how metas are becoming metas and, you know, that type of thing. Like what are some effective countermeasures like that you wouldn't necessarily think of? Like, you know, sure. We got the final fantasy understanding of if it's water, use lightning, but what about some <laughs> other, right? Like what about some other, like more like outside the box, sciencey things that would work to, to help, to help be a little rock, paper, scissors with some of the powers. So. Sure. Okay. So she becomes a consultant with MHTF. Okay. Yeah, I'd say she consults with MHTF. She's part of the public research into uh, into the quantum anom- anomalies. I imagine her insights into mathematics would be a would be that maybe that big insight into humanity that she was hoping for with the formula. Okay. And 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 I think she would also probably be like sort of a you know uh, uh, like like I said like cricket one of those like faces of the city superheroes. Okay, cool. You know, like Spider-Man in New York sort of thing. I'm down. I'm down. I like it. Fergus, what about you? Well, the first thing he does is, um, use his like money and connections to find theater troops to sponsor. Um, he just like, he, he, you know, Suddenly, new foundations spring up to support all sorts of little weirdo artists and and groups and stuff. And he also um, he continues to to put on productions of his own, uh, which have people wondering like, who is the mastermind behind all these brilliant flash mob performances in Stringersburg? Even not even the the performers themselves will say they have incredible discipline. They they claim to have no idea who <laughs> who has organized these things or who's telling these stories but um i think he gets i think he gets more involved in the like day-to-day um routines of of life in the city kind of on a crime fighter tip but in a very subtle way like somebody who um somebody who's about to rob somebody or, or no, like like a guy who like you know the like typical comic book like purse snatcher guy who who robs an old lady, turns around, gives it back to her, and and uh, and does a little dance of of apology, just like little weird things where where people are like you know only in this town, mm. you know uh, I think he's definitely. Um, putting in some work on his on his hideout um making it somewhat more livable like less a um deranged obsessive bachelor pad and maybe a kind of comfortable place because um because he has june over sometimes and he goes to where she is sometimes and he's trying to just sort of figure out what it's like to maybe really like somebody Okay. In ways that he's never allowed himself to, but you know, he's got a special lady friend. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm just trying to help her conceive, man. 
So... <laughs> it's... About four months after, you know, building up to, to what you just told me and everything. And... Actually, no, no, no. This this would be this would be six months afterwards. You get word back after radio silence for a while from Caleb. Oh, okay. Uh, he is the copycat that was also a child of Project Spectrum that Fergus had hired to oh, infiltrate yeah. the. I sent him off. The... <laughs> I and... forgot that I did. Yeah, he had contacted you once before being like, I need more money and I need you to falsify some paperwork, which you had sent to him before this whole thing kind of collapsed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to truncate the what he gives you is, is he hands delivers some files oh, to you. OK, and he's like. You have fun with this and. Uh, yeah. Should have charged you double. Fergus is kind of like baffled. He's he had he tries his best to look. Yes, of course. But he's sort of like, oh, fuck. And you find a, a, a trail of, of, of Project Spectrum of what happened to it. And it's not much. It, it was it was mothballed by the by the government. Uh, it was picked up somewhere in the mid '90s as like uh, another like side project, and that's probably where Claire picked up her base research. Like when it kind of got digitized, um, and mm -hmm. she was she was looking into things. And then it was transferred to a shell company of a shell company of a front to of one Greg Greenwell. And this oh. is currently one of the projects that um, has been spawned from many or many projects have been spawned from Project Spectrum to create stable psychics. Of course, of course, he wants that. Of course, he's doing that. Um, but you're left with that. That's where Project Spectrum is from. And you're brooding over this with June one day it's you know is del delivered it there and a couple days later you're in your lair getting ready to go out for the day and do whatever go talk to a theater troupe or whatever and you get a cold sensation behind you and you see a little in space kind of spiral and you see in front of you unarmored a silhouette of or, or a, a transparent version of Horatio that's coming what hi Fergus who are you I'm well who you've always called Horatio don't worry don't worry this is just call me a ghost a, a, a fraction of figment. I'll be gone soon. But I just. He looks sad and he points to a chair. Do you do you mind? 
If you're able to sit, go ahead. He sits. He's like, not really, but it helps. Sorry, this is a... Call this an indulgence of a person that never grew up. And they hand out a thing that kind of materializes. And they're like, when this is done, if you don't like the answer, don't like what I'm going to tell you, just it'll make you forget. Just call this a, 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 a bad prologue that I feel needs to be done. Just indulge me, if you would. I'm listening. I mean, as you know, you, you've always called me Horatio, and that's fine. I've had a lot of names, and honestly, I can't remember <laughs> what it was anymore. But where I come from, when I came from, you and... Claire had always talked about there were no more good villains. They were either all shallow or weren't worth a fight. And what I said was true. You didn't teach me much, but you did teach me how to be dramatic. The acting. And that's what it was. This was, this was an act to create your great villain. Uh, you all right I just wanted to give you the great fight the great story of your life and like I said I know me coming here and explaining this ruins so much but you can help yourself forget but so you're not we didn't create you in the way that you used to say. No, who, most who? most of that was true, but I figured lean into it. Make it convincing. Give you, you your great villain. Did you really despise us so? You weren't my favorite person, to be honest, but no, I didn't. That was over the top it was it was hard to do sometimes and i know what i put you through was awful but it told a good well, story if uh it's any comfort you succeeded i've i've never detested anyone as much as i, I um now hearing your is this your real voice yeah, the other one was some weird amalgamation from a movie I watched one time. Well, um... Uncanny Valley of Not-Quite-Irish. Figured it was a good villain voice. It, um, was certainly irritating. I, I um... When you leave here, will you be going back somewhere? Oh, like I said, or... I'm I'm just an echo. Uh, this is the last thought of a like I said, sad indulgence. 
I um I do love sad things. So I will um whatever thing he had in his hand that he held out to be like this'll have you help you forget, Fergus hands it back. Just the act of I, it, it kind of like dissipates in your hand. I I won't be needing this. I'm honestly I, a little surprised. I thought this would be like uh the second ending to Dark Tower to you. Don't spoil it. I haven't um Oh. Oh, no. that hasn't happened for you yet. I'm sorry. Um he looks guiltily at his bookshelf. I uh I I made quite a lot of fuss about tragedy, didn't I? And and I still do. But um you know, it's it's not the same as it used to be. The art form changes and um and we change with it or or we're no artists at all. I I'm sorry I uh I burdened you the way that I did. No one should have had to become that horrible, loathsome, hideous, stupid creature just to satisfy my need for melodrama. I, I uh I've I feel bad. I'm um oh. Don't feel bad. You got a good story out of it. That's all that matters. <sighs> a distant part of Fergus is screaming, yeah, well, 10,000 people got a really terrible story out of it, yeah. but he doesn't say that. <laughs> he says, um, well, I... Um, thank you for telling me. Are are you visiting Claire also? No, I don't think she'd appreciate it as much as you. Just tell her, or don't. But she's trying to figure some things out, I would guess. She's She's the best of us. She helps people. She does measurable good things for people. I, I, I was never so um, pragmatic. Altruistic. Or that. I don't think I will tell her. It doesn't... I don't think it would help. Well... He stands up. I would say I'm sorry, but... Yes, I'm not. Um... Thank you? Bye, Fergus. Good... Goodbye. And he just... He's gone. Um... Fergus immediately goes to where the, wherever June helped him choose to put the statue and checks the statue. If there's even a tiny little crack in it. Okay. No, it's <laughs> atomizing no, no, no. it. No, it's, it's yeah. exactly as you, yeah. as you left it. Okay. Stand down. <laughs> <laughs> Nuke the site from, oh wait, never mind. Yeah.
can't <laughs> cancel code teddy bear unicorn unicorn yes uh, yeah i know no one would ever guess it that's the point yes yes <laughs> yes stand down okay thank you okay 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 all right and on that note i think we're gonna close the book on the story of stringersburg wow jeez. tough man here we are yeah have you been sweating bullets this whole time uh no i was in too much of an overdrive mode making sure i hit all the points oh take that back we have one final scene oh, there we, go. <laughs> we have one final scene we see claire in her lab working away multiple dry race boards, digital, everything, writing on the walls to make sure she can get it all down of hot the hot streaks that she's on. We see Fergus, you know, helping from the shadows, organizing his theater troops and everything. And as I said before, nature hates a vacuum. So we see Don in his room, one of the few, if only, people to mourn the loss of the hive. Crime started to tick back up in their absence. The swarm of bees that were left in the in the wake of one of their attacks and as we as players know, the grandfather of the idea that is Stringersburg. <laughs> and we see Don looking at a old picture of them and the person that became the hive before the experiment that kind of gave everyone their odd connection to each other. And exacerbated the the situation in the hive when Don is holding the frame and they feel a tingle in their hand and they pull it out from behind the frame as a bee has materialized and crawls across their finger mm. and now we're done there you go <laughs> Sorry, very important cutscene. <laughs> the hive lives. The hive is dead. Long live the hive. Hey, the berg, the berg is dead. Long live the berg. H hell of a hell of a show, Drew. Hell of a show. Agreed. Ah, <sighs> and that's the end that I've had planned for two years now. So fuck you, Marvel, Oof. with all of your <laughs> Loki nonsense and all your timey-wimey stuff that you've done. I thought of it first. I've got notebooks. <laughs> <laughs> you can oh, sue him. You can was, sue him. There's a lawyer out there who'll take that case. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, that was a wild ride, guys. Thanks for uh thanks for piloting my my ship of craziness. I don't 
think we were piloting it no, ever. No, I, we were. I, I think I think we were like the bosun and the quartermaster at best. Alternately, passengers hanging on with a white knuckled grip, terrified. So it's also, also that. Also that. Yeah. Alternately, a crew member and a terrified passenger. Mm. Crew member, terrified passenger. Right. So, so did it did it come together? Did it end up making sense in the end to a to a certain degree? Well, yeah. I mean, I I I don't um. I don't find myself like sitting here scratching my head about anything. That's good. I mean, the 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 like the like Horatio ghost thing that sort of changes the emotional tenor of what happened with him, but it doesn't yeah. really change. It doesn't like, Oh man, what I thought had happened didn't actually happen. Mm. Right. It's just like, that still happened just for a different reason than I thought. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm just, I, I know somebody, some entity somewhere stepped up to become eminence present when Fergus refused to, but, um, that was a nice twist that sort of possibility door there that whole thing that was that was cool i i um yeah no i i don't think i'm missing anything okay <laughs> now is the time to to ask or comment what, uh, or state or what what would have um like what was the other door for claire the uh, crazy weird like entity in the white space mm-hmm. Claire like slowly turned into that oh it's kind of cool so kind of death metal yeah you just kind of she becomes like this this entity that's like beyond reason because the formula is still resounding in, or, or, or still changing her in in this tense so she's in the spaces between time like that's what this white space is is like time itself but existing in between it and her body evolves into being able to exist in this space so and it just happens to be something that's like beyond human comprehension so like she becomes this totally otherworldly alien being at some point she finds fergus and is trying to she vaguely remembers this entity and is trying to make contact with it as he's running away. Come here, buddy. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, it's everything. Everything it's is Cthulhu. trying to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point, it's she Cthulhu. finds a previous version of what she remembers. Like, it's it's very similar to herself, and that's the reason how you get out of that white space is that little oh. thing that opened it up and kind of pushed you through was you... Oh, that's cool. Perpetuating your own timeline. I like that. Whoa. I dig that. That's so, a little. And, and a lot of that's... it was like, I started off and I was like, this is what they're going to become. And then like, especially before, right before Fergus met Claire, the way Flocky was playing, I was like, I had that realization of, oh, I'm going to railroad people into this and it's not going to be enjoyable. So let's make it all about choices. Like, these choices are going to change the possibilities because you know what if these characters were already these things through a uh, through fate or time or whatever but what if they made opposite choices would they still be these things or would they not like 
Hmm. So it's a thing. They kind of they kind of uh uh hits a little like a like it's not the same at all, but it's it's some it's some like next door stuff to some of the things I was doing with the the Abyssal's campaign. Hmm. Remember the sort of like you mm-hmm. can't like you you can't get away from it. That was the Abyssal's one because it was more of a horror like yeah, sad yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like was like no you're yeah. that's you know you're you you can't. <laughs> you're you're sad boys and you can't not be sad boys you're sad right. boys and you're always going to be a sad boy right you've you've always already been the sad yeah boy. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly you have has had been the sad boy <laughs> would had have been being yeah i i love that part in uh the hitchhiker's guidebooks where um there's the like rock star hot black desiato who's spending a year dead for tax purposes uh, yeah, yeah. and they and and they have to use the like super weird tense oh yeah they're like they're like as you will have been enjoying it <laughs> as you will have been that's right it was something like that all right well everyone thank you for coming along on this wild ride this three and a half year campaign of back and forth storytelling Amazing players, amazing switching with this great GM. And Claire, Claire, Mercury, thank you for coming (laughs) along on the ride. And everyone, thank you so, so much. We are going to be taking a hiatus, a sababical for some of us. Um, (laughs) I have possibilities of something in the works. Uh, We'll see what's going on. But we'll be we'll be back in some capacity in the future. And I we, we got to shout out Portalis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if anybody wants some GMing done, my schedule is going to be way more open. Hit me up on Portalis, hire bold GM, along with this fool. Although he's his schedule is going to be a little bit tighter. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But a little, a little baby bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Again, just infinite thank yous for anybody who's who's given us a listen. And if you've come along for the entire ride, you're rock star. And yeah. So from everybody at the Berg, Block, Mercury, myself, just be awesome. Bye.